0: Hello everybody and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Deus. First and foremost, as always, I want to thank everybody that's uh, stuck around or continued to uh, return to listen to what it is that I have to say. I appreciate it very much. And for all you new listeners, thanks for checking All Things Medical Assistant out and hope you stick around. And if you find this podcast informative, entertaining, and full of opinion enough, uh, yeah, just stick around. And if you know of anybody else about to enjoy you know, pass along that would be great and I appreciate it you know as I mentioned before because of you the listeners this podcast has exponentially grown still continues to grow I still see numbers climb and it's and I just want to say thank you thank you thank you a special thanks to all of those that are across that are that are across uh, abroad you know Ukraine Russia Uganda Barbados uh, Spain thank you for listening and it just you know, just just enforces the fact that I that I think I know what I'm talking about, or that my opinions aren't so far off base that you can relate to them. You know, and and I'm also hoping that it's it's a wide uh, it's a wide crowd, not just medically inclined, but anybody who's in, who's interested in the medical field. So you know, again, thank you for listening. You know, and so you can also check me out at allthingsmedicalassistant.com. Uh, that is the podcast dedicated to the uh, that is the website dedicated to the podcast. Excuse me and you can find all the episodes uploaded there and from there you can leave a comment a question you can a concern a suggestion and i will address it at the next podcast as well hey do you want to would you like to uh, appear on the podcast well you know go to one of those episodes and go ahead and uh, leave me a, a message and let me know hey santino i want to appear on all things medical assistant podcast and let me know why and then we'll get in touch with you and we'll work it out from there okay all right again thanks for listening and um, you know, let's, let's, let's get engaged with each other and, and, and learn something from each other. Okay, guys, thanks. So today I want to talk about something that I think is of a paramount nature, that I think is of paramount importance, okay? And I think for those of us that are parents, it's, it's, it's especially paramount for us to have in order to be able to provide for our families and therefore paramount for our, our, our children to take a, a part in, and that is education and um, and, and I'll I'll share in a minute why this has become the topic for the week and why it affects me as a medical assistant. So, um, let me begin by saying uh, my grandfather, Richard, um, Richard Thais, who is uh, a man who's deceased, um, who's passed, and uh, who is a man who I still struggle to be like, who I still want to be like. He was a man of great political prowess and power, and he was just, you know, he he was meant to do uh, what he did. And he sat on a school board for some time, you know, it was anywhere between 16 and 19 years. And and since, uh, you know, as as young as I could remember, remember, I, I remember going to him, going with him to his school board meetings, sitting, you know, in the school board meetings. And I remember when I was of age to drive, I was driving him to his board meetings, driving him back. I remember him receiving mail, you know, signing papers. I remember news stories and articles in the newspaper, and it was just very fascinating, you know. And my grandfather sat on a board where uh, the area he represented uh, was uh, represented the South Side Schools. The poor kids, the less fortunate, the underprivileged, the indigent children. You know, these are kids who, whose only meal that they have is, is the free breakfast and, and lunch that they have at school, you know, and, and God willing that they had a dinner. Um, but these were poor Hispanic kids. And and he made sure that you know they had just the same as the West Side schools did, you know, and and that was the right thing to do. I remember as a child too. I think I was in middle school. I think I was like seventh or eighth grade. Uh, there was this tax rollback um, proposed, and if the tax rollback had gone through, they would have done away with extracurriculars, meaning stuff like orchestra, band, choir, sports. And you know, I'm a violist, and at that time I was, you know, obviously, you know, that's. Uh, you know, I was in an orchestra, and if the rollback had gone through, I would have. You know, there'd be no orchestra. And even at that young age, I thought it was irreprehensible to, to do that. You know, I mean, how can you take something away from a child who's musically inclined or talented and wants to do that? You know, there are some of us in the sixth grade that know what we want to do when we grow up. But anyways, and uh, and I remember uh, uh, debating against him, and um, and, and it, it was just a great time in my life, and so. And then, well, just to let you know, the rollback didn't go through orchestra state, and it was it was a great thing, so. But, you know, education is, is paramount. You know, it's edu- education is what allows a parent to be able to provide for their family, for their children, for their spouse, right, for their loved ones eventually, for their parents as they grow older, you know. And it's paramount to instill that sense that, you know, your that your children respect and, and maintain that, that straight foresight to 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 stay in school, go to college, because we know these days, you know, it's so competitive out there, very, very competitive. These businesses are paying higher salaries for the more educated, you know, and and a lot of these universities sometimes hide behind affirmative action and just graduate people that they shouldn't, just to show that they respect everybody and all that, you know. I I think that there's a big injustice and disfranchise happening in our university systems across the nation um, that... They're not allowing um, certain uh, types of individuals, of backgrounds, of race, and all that in because they want to take an, another type of person and, and prove that they can turn them around and, and make them um, a, a winning, you know, student or whatever, and and, and for their uh, for their numbers. But anyways, um, that's that'll be for another podcast. If 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 you feel like you know, let me know. But. You know, education is is the basis, you know, for everything. Uh, and I remember my grandfather telling me, you know, Mijo, it's it's that paper that will do everything for you. It's that piece of paper, you know, no matter what you do, you know, go off and you know, do your hiking or go off and do your EMT, you go off do whatever you want to do, but go to school, get a degree, have a piece of have that piece of paper that you can fall back on. You know, and definitely that's something that nobody can take away from you. And you know growing up with my mother too, you know, she would tell me, Mijo that is, you know, important. That is the most important thing is that piece of paper. You need that piece of paper. You need that diploma or that certificate, you know. Now, I don't have a college degree, but why am I successful? Well, because I took it upon myself at a point, you know, years ago to go through vocational training and become a medical assistant. Continue my vocational training, I became an EMT. Continued my vocational training, became a surgical technologist, you know. And, 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 and over these, you know, these years, I've been able to incur such a, such an experience and confidence that when I go out there and I do apply for a job, they see that and, and, and I get to show my, my, my confidence and my skills because, because, you know, because I've learned it because I went to school for it, you know, and, and it's, it's, it has been the single most success of my life, you know. MAs, uh, when I worked at Kaiser Permanente, when I worked uh, for Seattle Children's, when I, anywhere that I've been, um, I've always said, you know, the medical assistant, always finish your education, go to school, go to college, become a nurse, become a BSN, become a PA, you know, just go to school, become that person that, that this country needs, you know, educated person, you know, even though I know that an education doesn't always uh, promise uh, the smartest person, but again, that's for another podcast. So, you know, we need to look at how, especially now with everything going on in politics, administration, and all of that, and the jobs, and socioeconomic separate and everything. You know, we need to look at the value of an education. And I think with what's happening with a pandemic, with children having to stay home, and moms and dads having to become teachers that are otherwise, you know, something else, that have no inkling of what it is to be a teacher. It's even more important now than ever. Unfortunately, there are parents that take no interest in their children's education. Could care less. And because of that parent, they've they've created a future failure for their children. Period. There's no other way to talk about it. A family who is not involved, or a parent that is not involved in their child's education, you have set your child up for failure. You know, you might get frustrated, you might get upset, you might, you know, you might use the the... the you might use the uh, the excuse, well, I'm not a teacher, and this is not a classroom, and my child doesn't want to pay attention, and they just run around. That's that's a lame-ass excuse. You're the parent. Put your foot down and do your job. Because later on, when that when that daughter's getting pregnant at 14, or when that son's getting arrested at 16, or when either one are dope-dealing with each other to others, that's your fault. It's your fault. Because your installation of... Your, your instilling of... Uh, an education and, and the fear of of failure in a child is, is 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 accurate and it's and it's appropriate, and that's what should be done. And if, if if the child goes any other way, it is your failure as a parent. Now I understand that there are children that still go, you know, the wrong way. Beside, you know, aside from the support, the support, the support. Well, that's a totally different story, though. Those are apples and oranges. And I'm talking about you as the parent who is not who are not. Invested or or faithfully involved in your child's education, it is your fault, okay? And it's very, very popular. It's very apparent, you know, even in the Hispanic community. You know, and a lot of the, you know, well, we'll get into that in another um, podcast. But, anyways, so uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because when I left El Paso and I came to Seattle, um, I was working under a a license that I acquired through uh, a training that I did after 9-11, um, became, a, became a CERT, trained the trainer, affirmed by FEMA, so I came over and I used that to be able to provide my services or my skills, you know, and then I had to go back to medical assistant school because between Washington and Texas, was no reciprocation. I had to go back to MA school, get my certificate, and since then, it's just been great, you know, um, I've been able to progress, you know, my daughter has uh, the best of everything that I can offer. It's, it's allowed me to move on. It's allowed me to experience, you know, other jobs and, 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 and other opportunities. You know, my surgical technologist, you know, I've been able to work. I've been able to provide support and shadow in emergency rooms, you know, work in orthopedic surgery, neurosurgery, cardiac, thoracic, oncology. It's it's a great ride. And why? Because I got an education. But Santino, your experience is, surpasses the education. No, it doesn't. My experience is because, my skills is because, my capacity, my capability, my ability, my comprehension is because of my education. Why am I such an effective and damn good medical assistant? Because of my education. I had to start somewhere. I couldn't just walk in and say, hey, can you start Let me you know. I'm, I'm applying for a role as a medical assistant. I have no MA certificate. Um. And I'm going to compete against all your other medical assistants that do have to. That's unheard of. You know, that's just, that doesn't make sense. And if you're somebody that feels that way, you need to turn around and go back to school. You see what a lack of education has done for you. It makes you think the wrong things. But yes, because I obtained and I went to school and I, you know, and I worked full time and I went to school in the evening and I would sleep four or five hours a night for 13 months and I did it. And, you know, and and I was that much more proud. My family was that much more proud that I did it, that, you know, I had the conviction to do it. And again, you know, you have to be interested in what it is that you do. you have to be interested in your career. You have to be interested in what it is you want to study. And that's understood. You know, I'm not trying to make it sound like get up, go to school and then be a better person. Well, you know, simply in the other line factor. Yeah, that's how I think it works. But you do have to have a vested interest in what it is you want to do, whether it's mechanics or whether it's, you know, ASL, no matter what it is, I understand you do have to have a vested interest. Now, if you're somebody born in life and you want to try something new, you got to go out of your box uh, or out of your, your, your comfort zone and and try something new and be, and be uh, successful in that. You know, right now, aside from the, the podcast, I have, you know, other things that I'm trying to follow with and I'm trying to find my niche and stuff, you know, I'm kind of all over the place, but um, and one thing I've learned is, is that if I study that, I educate myself, and I become successful. And I have to thank the success of education. So, you know, getting back to it. So, last week, in uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had applied for um, admission into the University of Washington here in in, in Tacoma. Um, in 2010, when I decided to apply for physician's assistant school, uh, I started attending the Seattle Central uh, Community College. Started there on a part-time basis, and then uh, as time went on, uh, uh, when it came to prerequisites for the physician assistant program, I learned that I had to either, you know, deal with the lack of classes offered at one community college or I can go to another campus. So there was a time in a two or three year span that I was attending two campuses at the same time while I was working full-time. You know, and when I look back, when I look back and think about it, I had a lot of fun. I spent most of my time in the uh, science and math building, not really paying attention to math, but I had a great time with the sciences. Um, You know, and then I got to the end of my my prerequisites. You know, I I got to where I, 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 I obtained everything that I needed. I applied for physician's assistant school. I didn't get in, you know, I was applying for a bachelor's program. Um, I didn't get in, I did not obtain an interview because it was a very competitive program. Um, the, this uh, bachelor's program was converting to a master's. So uh, now I have to go back and obtain my bachelor's in order to, you know, apply for the master's obviously, as we know, and that's where I was, I was stuck at a point, you know, so I I said, well, now I got to move on to a, a university level and obtain my degree there. So, I applied to Central Washington University and I got in for an online psychology degree and, and did about a year there and incurred, you know, I don't know, maybe another 20, 30 credits. And coming to living you know, moving to Tacoma, there's a University of Washington right down the street uh, campus. And, you know, with my wonderful hours that I have at work, um, it seems like I would be able to, you know, I would be able to navigate my work uh, schedule a lot better. And now knowing that a lot of classes are mostly online, I applied for admission into the University of Washington about maybe two two and a half weeks ago. And this past Friday, I was accepted into the University of Washington. And let me tell you, I when I got the notice because I, I was online looking at you know the registration status over and over and over again. And I was wondering, you know, what the heck? You know, why isn't it moving as fast as it is? All my transcripts are in. Why isn't it telling me anything? You know, I was in contact with an academic advisor. What's going on? And the day after I spoke with the academic advisor, I got my notification in the mail. Congratulations. You are now part of the Husky family. I'll tell you, you know, I, 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 I subconsciously asking my grandfather for help, you know, uh, he's my angel and he's, he's behind He's my guardian angel. He's behind me. As, you know, as, as so is my, my grandmother and every, every other one, everyone else in my family. But it was, you know, one of the single most greatest achievements. And, and some of you might say, ah, that's nothing or whatever. Well, for me, it's a big deal. So I'm glad it's, it's very minimal to you. But for me, it was a very big deal because it showed me that because of my education, because of the hard work that I've put in, because of what it is that I've been able to do, I've been able to get into the university. The university saw that I have, that I have. That I have what it takes to go to school, you know, make this good grade, and 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 apply for university. To even think that I'm University of Washington material, you know, they said, "Look at his credits." I mean, I think I transferred like 140 credits, right? He's gone to community college. He's gone to university. He's worked full time because you have to make you know, you have to submit a personal statement. You know, they saw that I was worth it. They saw that I was that I that I have direction in life. They saw that I have you know, what it is that I want to do, where I want to be, you know, and and now I'm applying for the biomedical program, and my thought is, you know, I will apply for physician's assistant school again, or I'll just apply straight out for medical school. But how did I get to this point, everybody? How did I get here to where I am now? Uh, uh, you know, now a, a, a University of Washington admitted student. A, um, you know, if I wanted to, I could remain a Central Washington University student. You know, I can always go back to the community college setting because I still have a, a, a student ID there. But how did that happen? Because I obtained my education years ago and something that I wanted to do. And I've stuck through it and i've and i've and i've pushed myself and educated myself that's why i am where i am today and that's where we need to have everybody that's where we need to tell our kids stay in school stay in school don't get pregnant don't do drugs don't drink don't you know all that stuff fine but stay in school get your education parents it is your job it is your job to make sure that your children stay in school okay because later on in life when they fail you're part of that failure and yes, if your child is giving you a hard time, it is your job to push them. At least till they're 18. Wait till they're 18 and let them make the decision to fail or not. But until then, it is your job. And I would think maybe you're the good enough of a parent that no matter how they get, you push and support. My mother has been my biggest cheerleader. You know, uh, for the longest time. For the longest time. You know, my wife has brought on you know, so much support, you know. You know, our daughter, when she was, um, you know, just a few months old, I would hold her doing statistics homework. And now I'm to a point where I'm, you know, where I'm, I'm, at the, where I'm admitted to, to the to, to, um, University of Washington, and I look back, I'm like, man, hell, 10 years have gone by, but I'm here now. And look at this. I'm at a great place in life. I'm at a great place in life. I'm gonna move forward because if I've come this far, I can finish. I'm only 45. Need another two, three, four years, and I'm done. And I'm done. You know? But it all started because at one point in my life, I decided to become a medical assistant and to get a certificate. I didn't even go to a community college you know i didn't even go to a community college to to get you know because i know some community colleges on ma's as uh, an associates but back then you know they didn't even have associates for medical assisting so again Why am I where I'm at today? Because a long time ago, I decided to start for a certificate. And then why have I stuck to where I'm at? Because I had to go back to school in order to, you know, not just maintain my job, but to continue doing what I love to do. And then I pushed myself some more, you know, and more and more and more. And here I am. Education is is paramount. and I can't say that enough. My grandfather, you know, he was just this walking billboard of, of... of, emphasize, of of emphasizing education make sure that everybody was you know educated right but that's because of but that's because of support not just that i had not just the belief that i had within myself but the support that my family gave me and that's why i say as, as parents it is your responsibility you know there's your responsibility to support your children through this process then why did you have kids just to have sex I mean are your children oops are they all oops and oh my gods or you know are, are they are they all mistakes i hope not i hope that's not how you see your kids but yes it is your job as parents to push your children even if they're in class right even if they're at home right now at, you know in, 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 at home you know and you're the teacher hey that's all part of it bubba you know and and i'm very frustrated because of course you know we're not teachers you know we're not you know, we're not in a classroom setting. Even classrooms are, are, are mentally stimulating educationally. You know, over here, it's not. We have a refrigerator that, you know, she walks in and out of her wants to lay down. Gets very frustrated. You know, she gets frustrated and we feel bad because we feel like we're, we're pressuring her to feel bad. To feel like she's not of, 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 of worth and, 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 and compliment, you know. And she is. It's because us, ourselves, as parents, don't have that training to be teachers, but we have to do it. We have to do it. And I hope that, you know, with this new administration coming in, that finally everybody, you know, all the schools will will, will get the resources they need to open up safely to do what they need to do. Uh, okay. So anyways, yeah, so, you know, I, life is beautiful. And, and, I, and, and I see so many more opportunities now, now that I'll be starting, you know, this winter coming up, uh, starting the first week of January. Now... You know, if you're a family, again, of socioeconomic um, uh, status, you know, segregation, separation, you know, if you're in a part of town that, you know, your community is forgotten about, I am so sorry. Um, I don't know what that's like. So I cannot, you know, I cannot, um, I cannot preach to you. Uh, All I can say is that please try your hardest. If not, you know, find a resource where they can try hard for you. Because education is paramount, you know, even you as as a parent in your 30s, 40s, 50s, go to school, you can go to school, you can do it, you can do it, you can get it done. Now, let me end this podcast by saying, or asking myself, how does that affect me as a medical assistant? It affects everything, because I would not be here if it wasn't for an education, I would not be the damn good medical assistant, the damn good surgical technologist, the damn good EMT, if it wasn't for an education, if it wasn't for family support. Now, I had to go out and find resources on my own. I'm not saying spoon feed, you know, push your kids to be self-reliant, but I am where I am because I push myself to get to where it is that I'm in. you know, I, and I'm going to push myself to get to where it is that I need to be. And as a medical assistant, I have a great job with the university, you know, I provide wonderful care in emergency medicine. Why? Because of an education. Like I said before, after education comes experience, comes skill. Now whether it's medical, whether it's, you know, pharmaceutical, mechanical, education, psychology, library, sciences, whatever it is, go to school, get that degree. You know, when I look back at the, these past 10 years going to school, I've, I've understood that I've actually had a good time, that I've actually had fun, you know, meeting people, study groups, you know, even the exams. You know, it, it was actually a good time, you know. Well, you know, it's, it's a lot better than me, you know, saying, well, I didn't do nothing with my life. I mean, yeah, I mean, I drank it or whatever. Yeah, well, that was part of my life at one point. But yes education is everything and not only are we more competitive today obviously than 20 years ago it's going to be even more competitive in another 20 years so we need to get on it now we need to get on it now for our children for ourselves okay if it's not an education you want to push yourself in and say it's at work you know then learn about a skill at work or learn about a position at work and educate yourself about that And education works many other ways let's say you're somebody with a new medical condition that's been onset and diagnosed diabetes cancer whatever instead of googling go ahead and learn about it that's education let's say there's something you don't understand about the community look into your resources learn about it that's education all right so again how does that affect me as a medical assistant it's affected everything because now, at this point in my life, I'm moving on to a new milestone. And you know what's got me there? My life and my uh, my life as a medical assistant. Because the medical assistant is a life. It's a way of life. And why am I a medical assistant? Because of an education. Okay, guys? All right. This is Santino for All Things Medical Assistant. Uh, please find the blog at allthingsmedicalassistant.com comment question concern and come on let's get you on this podcast go ahead and leave me an interest there to, uh, to appear on the podcast and those of you that are that are abroad and, and overseas please do the same thing all things Um and uh, I'll get it and let's get you on the podcast okay so again again um, you know take care of yourselves let's take care of each other through this time and uh, and, and, and we'll talk to you soon.